0: Welcome back to The Square, I am your host Curtis the 5th and I'm Curtis the 4th and today is the 26th so it's Tuesday, week 7 is in the books so we are going to recap that as we always do, we'll look ahead to week 8, dive into some news and headlines, power rankings, we'll get those updated for you guys this week and then we will finish out the show with game picks, uh, so let's go ahead just dive right in as we always do, week 7 recap, Let's start there. Some very good games last week. Um, Surprisingly good, I would say. Uh, There were some shockers. There were some close ones. There were some blowouts. So we had a wide variety in week seven. Um, Let's start with, uh, I mean, let's go down the list. We got Thursday's games. Browns, they pull out the win versus the Broncos uh, way back when. (sighs) 17-14. Got you there.
1: (laughs) Oh, don't worry. It's coming back.
0: I mean, we tied this week, but was it seven and six with both of us? Yeah, so. Most seven and six. Yeah, it was not a good week for for our picks. If you listen to us, uh, we're sorry. <laughs> um, Packers though on Sunday they pull out a pretty handed win there, twenty four to ten versus Washington. Again, Washington fraudulent. They they are not going to be competing for anything this year, in in, in my opinion. Um, I don't know if there's much too much to say about them. Uh, now I don't know if there's too much to say about Green Bay after this game. Uh, just to feel like it's like you were supposed to win right. so. not much there but there is something here Kansas City takes a absolute shellacking against the Tennessee Titans 27-3 uh, Chiefs fall to 3-4 and four, below 500 for the second time this season Titans though they get all the way up to 5-2 and two. Um, didn't even realize that this game was a- at home for the Titans um, but yeah titans came out especially and just jumped out on them early which happens a lot against kansas city but it just looked like kansas city gave up they couldn't fight back especially once they got into halftime and they were down what 24 to 3 at that point uh no 24 nothing uh they just literally just came out and just didn't look like they had any will to even try to get back into that game especially in Patrick Mahomes goes down with a concussion. Uh, what was that late in the third quarter? So, at that point, it was just like all's lost. Let's just
1: pack <sighs> it in. Uh, well, I I personally don't take t- anything extra into this game outside of still staying focused on where the issues are, and it's that defense. But any poor defensive team will be, be affected offensively eventually. And oh, this God, is just yeah. one of these games. And they're not playing a cake a cupcake team. Tennessee, I know they're kind of one of these Jekyll and Hyde teams where they good one week, the next week, you don't even understand what the game script going on. But I knew it was supposed to be one of these uh, big game. It was a, uh, a marquee one. If we even want to extend it back to the playoffs. Oh, yeah. The last couple of years, this is what makes Tennessee a legitimate, you know, Contender. I don't know if they're necessarily a Super Bowl contender versus just being a playoff contender. They're kind of on that on that line, towing that line yeah. right now. But for Kansas City, this would have been a get right game for them, and they would have been able to start to build some momentum. And yet, we've seen it them regress even further. Wrong. <laughs> and now there's no offense. And I mean, granted, we have a, there's a slew of injuries that's going on here. um Where you know we already know that there's something wrong with Kelsey. There's something wrong with Hill. Um, there's obviously been something wrong offensively going on. Um, as far as plate selections with Miko Harmon and um and um Brian Pringle, not Pring Pringle, oh, not the R- other Robinson. One. Robinson. Um, then we have. I, I mean, we have, and I'm going to say. Um, well, we. I, I believe we have Josh Gordon over there, but I I, I don't remember. I what, don't even know if he stepped. I don't his even name. know. If, I don't even know if he suited up to yesterday. It's, that's my point. It's like he was nowhere to be found, and. Yeah, this uh, this was a true regression game.
0: Um, it was not pretty. Uh, just across the board, it they made Ryan Tannehill look like an elite quarterback defensively. Kansas City just was not able to stop him. And then, I mean, I will say a little bit of solace: Derrick Henry ha- almost had thirty carries and only got eighty-six yards. So that was a little bit more of like, a, okay, you guys can really, if you if you try and you apply yourself, you can. You can try to stop the run. It's nice to see a little bit of a showing from Frank Clark uh, since he's finally been back with the team. Uh, that th- that there just was – I don't know how much – what there is to say uh, from this game. It's just like that. this is bad. It, it's not – like that's the only words that come to mind when you look at what happened in this game. It, it's just bad.
1: Yeah, and I don't want to say uh, when the defense showed up the offense didn't. I mean, but this no, is probably no. one of the better defensive, just based on what you were saying. You held, you hold Derrick Henry under 100, 100 yards rushing. Um, Tannehill, yeah, he had 270, but, you know, and he had a bounce back game overall, but you kind of controlled it. They only put 27 on the board. I mean, I'm only saying that to Kansas City, where they should easily be able to put up 35, yeah. you know. Well, and but,
0: Kansas City shot them in, themselves in the foot with the turnovers time and time again in this game. It's just, they looked, to a team that we will talk about later they that offense looked like the chicago bears offense mm. it was bad and that's drop okay. the offensive line wasn't blocking there's nothing to
1: take from that exactly it's like well, okay the, and i was getting to that the offensive line like yeah just missing in action i'm not saying that they're a bad line but maybe this speaks to the fact that they're all new and they're still getting used to themselves and that's fine but in, in real time you see what's happening. Yeah, it's it's they're suffering for it right now. Um, hopefully they can turn this around in the next couple of weeks or so, or they're going to be quickly falling out oh, no. of the playoff race. Yeah, so, they got to do it.
0: It's, they got to do it soon. It, if not next week, the week after. But let me say this,
1: and I can finally say this. They finally out of that death row. <laughs> <laughs> Murderer's Row is done. <laughs> I mean, this seven weeks was hell.
0: And, and it came out just under 500. One game up. Right. 500. And when we get
1: into game picks, I can get into a little further. But I will just say this caveat. They lose to the Giants. <laughs> it's Pack it up. I'm just, It's I'm done. I don't care about the next, you know, eight weeks. It does not oh, matter. God. You cannot lose next week to the Giants at home on a Monday night game that's all i'm saying really going out on the limb there with that statement yeah way out <laughs> the limb. but I'm, I'm it's more of a declaration to this is where i met with the chiefs yeah you know you don't win this one i don't have any faith going further i don't give a damn what you try to do yeah. even if you ran a table and got into the and fir- do the first round i plan i suspect and if i had to put money on it you're going to be on the first round exit i just yeah. don't see them as that team at this point in this you know we at the halfway point, but you, you can't come out the gate losing to the Giants. I'm sorry. I just, you just can't. Yeah.
0: Well, let's talk. Let's move on. I, I think <laughs> let's talk Miami versus uh, hey, <laughs> Miami versus Atlanta. <sighs> Miami is a perplexing team. They have these moments of looking like they're actually a decent team here and then. And then they have these other moments of just. Absolutely falling apart, and their record reflects that they're a horrible team because they're one in six and they've lost to teams that they they should have beaten. And I really think Miami should have won this game, uh, but they shot themselves in the foot early in this game, going down, getting getting uh what was it seventeen nothing at some point in this game? Uh, like they they got jumped out on uh, uh pretty early in this game, and they just did not look like they they really came to play in the first half, um, especially in that second quarter. Mm-hmm. Um. But they fight back, they get back into the game, and then their defense just completely the bottom falls out in the fourth quarter, uh, late in the fourth quarter to let uh Atlanta back into this game. I, I just they Atlanta wins the game on the road thirty to twenty eight here. Um but it they made Matt Ryan look good, uh which he did not look good in the first half, but he ended up with a stat line of
1: never looks good.
0: <laughs> Thirty-three three hundred and thirty-six yards and two touchdowns, uh, no turnovers. Um Kyle Pitts had another really good game. I mean, seven <laughs> receptions for 163 yards. Uh 100, he finally just came out of his shell. That's 163 yards. Um and yeah, Miles Gaskin showed up. Thank you. Um 15 carries for sixty seven yards, uh, to to keep uh the Dolphins uh in this game and actually start to try to build that lead late in the
1: game, but I be that guy. That gets all super excited about Miles Gaskin now and say, "See, this is what you do. <laughs> run the ball. He had 15 carries. Give him 22 carries. You know, and you yeah. can just let him run. Let Miles Gaskin cook." <laughs> yeah,
0: please. Yeah. I would not be. I would oh not God. be complaining about that.
1: Um, that's like that. That for all you listeners, that's like <clears throat> Friday, Friday evening. Uh, radio. Yeah, Talk, uh, sports radio for you but <laughs> the thing
0: the thing about it is that he's possibly is going to get that 20 25 carry game because now Malcolm Brown is down and I don't know who the third running back is over there so I yeah I don't trust that he's going to be the guy to to, to steal Gaskin's touches away and when
1: they split carries next week you'll uh, see you they rest back again and when they lose <laughs> as they will yeah <laughs> I don't have any faith in Miami. I'm sorry. I, after this one, I'm sorry. You know, it, this was kind of like the elimination game for me. Like whoever lost this one, I'm just completely out of out on you cuz it's it's a, it's a process of elimination of these bad teams. Well,
0: we've got something to talk about with Miami later on. So don't be just out on them just yet. So we'll, we'll talk about it. But ah, Atlanta, yes. out. <laughs> uh, we'll see what you say later. <laughs> Atlanta though, uh 3 and 3, they're still in it. They they they're really right there. Uh they're only one game behind uh New Orleans now. Um, so they're not, or I guess, one and a half games, uh, but they're, they're, they're right there. Like they could teeter onto the side of actually looking like a team that could contend for a playoff spot. Um, especially with Carolina losing this week. And we'll talk, talk about that one in a second. I mean, when they win in the um, games,
1: they supposed to, you know, you, you know lose. was this a game they were supposed to win? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> teams at the bottom. I think they all just just, they, just the team, is the game yeah. supposed to win. You know, um, but they you know, I, I, for whatever reason I'm thinking they won in London, and they didn't. You know, they lost, but they should have won in London. And you know, so I don't know if this was. Oh, a- Miami. I thought
0: you were talking about Atlanta. I was like, Atlanta won. <laughs>
1: Did it? They? they went. Th- See, I'm getting confused.
0: Atlanta went before their they bye didn't play week.
1: They played Jacksonville. Miami did. Miami I'm getting the games mixed up. No, you're okay. right
0: though. Miami did uh, lose that game that they <sighs> exactly. they should have won. But
1: and then this one is so it's just Atlanta, Miami, Jacksonville, Detroit, yeah. Houston. Take your pick week to week. You know they all they all suck. You know, <laughs> overall, I mean, but Atlanta has shown a little life recently, and I mean, it, hey. hey,
0: hey, they they've they look at as it stands right now. It looks like they were right for getting rid of Julio Jones for Kyle Pitts.
1: Absolutely. <laughs>
0: just just putting that out there. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, for Needed everything com- that we ragged on from the offseason. to season, complete
1: the puzzle and get rid of Matt Ryan. But, <laughs> uh, hey, you got rid of one of your issues.
0: Well, if they got rid of Matt Ryan, they would have went with the quarterback, and then they wouldn't have been able to get Kyle Pitts. So, kind of a catch-22 for them.
1: but it's like when you that when you not doing any that bad
0: yeah <laughs> so yeah they they're in a they're in a perplexity. I just don't know where to kind of where to put them really they they I don't know if they really truly are a playoff contender or a wild card contender for that matter or uh, yeah I especially in that them. division i got them in a
1: weird area in our power rankings too i, I mean i probably gave them a few spots i too can't even many, remember where i put them at the point. It's, it, it's just it, the way the games fail, and we had a lot of people on bye it's just how it played out so it, it's bear with us yeah. Trying to get this thing licked and yeah, this was one of those yawners, but it became one of the, it just like you said. Atlanta just kind of surged in the second half and you know, caught Miami just kind of slipping yeah. at the in, end. In the fourth
0: quarter they that's what they took
1: over. I mean, and you know, and then another gut riching you know, loss for Miami. You know, a, you know, a last second field yeah. goal, walk-off field goal. <laughs> that's two weeks in a row. Um, yeah, Miami. Um that won't necessarily get nobody fired, but that damn show is not helping y'all situation in PR and selling this team going forward. Okay? Yeah. You know, so um, I, I like Miami as a franchise. Honestly, I actually do. I like where they're going and what they're trying to do. Because it seemingly like if you look at the, the pieces they're putting out there, the game script they're putting out there, it, you know. I think is all solid they just don't have talent you know and
0: they're they're and the the kind of the perplexing thing is, is as much as we've talked about uh miami possibly moving off of tua b flow and whoever the offensive coordinator is over there have really put tua in the best chances to win and it for whatever reason whether it's defensively or offensively one of the two has a bad inefficiency or a deficiency towards the end of the game that cost them the win and but tua in in that offense has gotten this team in position to win multiple games right so they're they're on this kind of like really perplexing uh path right now where most of the time when you see a team with multiple um one score games they'll win a couple of those it seems like every single time they're in a one score game they lose it this year so mm-hmm. it's just uh, just bad luck this year in, in all honesty for right now um but one team that doesn't have bad luck that just really sucks is the jets who lost 13 to 54 against the patriots um and they get swept in the season series versus uh versus them so and zach wilson goes down in this game uh he's injured now Mac Jones looked really, really good. Three hundred and seven yards and two touchdowns. Uh Damian Harris had a just a monster game with hundred and six yards on fourteen carries and another two touchdowns. And then uh Brandon Bolden uh hmm. did not know he was still in the league. Uh six receptions, seventy nine yards
1: and a is touchdown. Yeah, like in his thirty seventh season. Yeah. Or... Uh, <laughs>
0: goodness. So yeah, it's they played a very, very good game all around. Um and this is just this is just Bill Belichick beating up on little brother here. They just stomped him out. They didn't give him any signs of life. Like they, they did not give the Jets a single chance at ever thinking that they could possibly be in this game.
1: No. Um, I think regression is an understatement here. Uh, man, is it I- regression? How
0: many wins did they have last year?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 but. Yeah. This is a bad franchise. I I don't have much to add to this. It, it I mean, I, to, I just have to say this. It's, they're bad. And then they Did you hear about the, the the blockbuster trade last night?
0: Yes, I did. See, Joe Flacco <laughs> is now a, a New York Jet coming back from New England. This is oh, how sorry, bad Philadelphia. This
1: is how bad the situation is. They oh God, they just traded for Joe Flacco. I I mean, which, Come on, Bears! you I don't have a for problem. For, Nick Foles out of here? I don't have a problem <laughs> for Joe Flacco. We can say hope for the pin put- in I don't have a problem with Joe Flacco in general, but the, it, it, it just you don't speaks... have a problem
0: with Joe Flacco 10 years ago. That's that's what
1: it is. And, so. No, no, you hear what I'm about to say. That's a bigger issue than the in the Joe Flacco signing than what we're saying. It's not the fact that they signed Joe Flacco, it's more about who the hell was the number two in the first place that you had on the team that that's you true. that you sitting there like, I don't even want to go with you. We're gonna go get Joe Flacco. <laughs> That's even worse. That guy is worse than what Nick Foles is to Chicago. Because.
0: I never even thought about that. You're that's right. That's horrible.
1: That's the first thing I was thinking. Like, okay, who was they backup then? I'm like, I thought he was the backup. I'm like, oh, he left there. did I forgot he even left. I thought yeah. he was still in there. I thought, he was there, I thought, and I thought then he, he left. That's what I'm saying. They're like, Because they come talking about Joe Flacco on the radio. And I'm like, oh, he's just going to, you know, he was number two. And I'm like, oh, no, he was traded from Philadelphia. When did he go to Philadelphia? and why did I don't remember apparently. this trade I and mean, why I guess I don't want it. It wasn't to. a
0: trade. I think he just signed over there cuz I think he had a 1 year deal with the Jets last year. He goes into free agency and he goes to Philadelphia and then Philadelphia was like, "Here you go, give me that 6th round pick."
1: And that's my <laughs> point. And that's how bad the New York Jets situation is right now. Um kudos to Joe Flacco. Maybe he can <laughs> he got a couple of wins. <laughs> but not winning I, anything I, here. I don't
0: know what the I'm plan just is. saying
1: it, it I, I think this is just, you know, um coach is just trying to save his job you got to do something and i mean but the fact that you get this they're
0: firing sala this year
1: i mean no, none of this is his fault <laughs> he, he, he stays this course and don't do anything next year he's already on the hot seat that's all i'm saying he won't even see the end of next year so i'm yeah with the jets job i'm sorry to tell you yeah you, i guess so. i know what you're saying that <laughs> this is the, you don't get a lot of rope here you know but and then you come out you get all of these assets. I can't. I can't. I can't say enough how much I bragged about their draft. They their draft is really good. <laughs> I don't know if they need to just play those guys and just sit all these veterans. That I don't know what the hell is going on, but it, nothing is working over there whatsoever. They truly are probably the most dysfunctional team in the league. As much as I talk about Atlanta, as much as I talk about Detroit, sometimes than, we, poke at, we poke we poke at Houston. Right That's what yeah. I'm saying. But from a functionality team, uh, from <laughs> It's quarter one to quarter four. <laughs> this has to be by far the worst team in the league. I'm just, I'm just, I'm throwing, I'm, I don't think this is a hot take. <laughs> I think this is just common sense. Open your eyes and look, crunch numbers if you like to. Ain't much to crunch, yeah. But, uh, it's. It's horrible. You can go here. I didn't have. A whole I, much There's to not add. much it's to say. I mean, you talked about oh the Jets. I mean, God, they're bad.
0: Patriot-wise. They're now three and four. They're only one game under 500. Did Tom Brady come back to New England? <laughs> that, and that was one of the <laughs> things. <laughs> Mac <laughs> Jones looked so good in this game, and now I I do think it's between Jamar Chase and Mac Jones for rookie of the year right now. These two dudes are both playing so well. Jamar Chase obviously has the upper hand.
1: Um, Man, I'm gonna throw my Najee Harris. In, in, in had not hmm. but I, I know he ain't there. He's yeah, no. he, he a dark horse he yeah. third. <laughs> <laughs> he's a distant third right now. He ain't getting enough work right now. So hey, y'all, ten more carries a game.
0: Jamar, because Jamar Chase just broke a record. Uh, first, uh, he's up there in that upper echelon with the first seven games of his career. I, I, I want to call on him. I,
1: I'm sorry. I know not. We'll, we'll not, talk about. Oh we'll talk God, about Cincinnati talk about in a couple of games. Okay, just I'm wait. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, finish the thing. But the thing.
0: Mac Jones, I think. Oh God for as much as everybody talked about him in the draft Mm -hmm. process this offseason, me, you, just everybody talking about just the the top five quarterbacks. To me, I don't think Mac Jones works anywhere else but New England. I think this is the perfect system for him. This is a perfect storm for him. Um, He doesn't need the big play weapons because I don't think he has the arm to get the ball down the field. Granted, he did just throw a, what, 35-yard bomb for to to end up on the one-yard line in this game. Outside of that, I don't think he can do that consistently and be accurate consistently beyond 30-yard plays. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is one thing. But outside of that, you've got these you – got a Hunter Henry. You've a John Newsmith. You have um, Jacoby Myers. Uh, you, Aguilar. Uh, you have Nelson Aguilar. Uh, and, and there's Kendrick one more. Bourne. Kendrick Bourne. You have all of these guys that are – all three of those wide receivers are all slot guys right. they you, they're not going 25 30 yards down the field and, and competing with the bigger cornerbacks in the league they're just they're simply not they can't physically do that and they've built an h- entire offense around it mm-hmm. and they just basically took that tom brady playbook just you saw uh the the, the OC over there just pick it up blow <laughs> dusted off right there real quick because they, they they had to pull out a new playbook for cam newton and then they're just like yep yeah, here you go and they gave that one right over to mac jones and he's just like oh, yeah i can do all the Dink and duck stuff tom brady did and, and just continuously methodically straight down the field doesn't matter and then just turn around hand the ball off to damian Harrison, let him go to work like they did not skip a single beat and it this is completely this game itself has completely breathed new life into to new england i think even though yes it's the jets and and hey but was, this is a super young team there's with there's a young a good, QB they just looked very good this game
1: there's ever a team to get right on yeah
0: for sure <laughs> so <Same. laughs> i i i am excited to see <laughs> well i know everybody is going to be just like god i don't want to see new england anymore but at this point, I'm excited to see what Mac jo- Jones does in New England and, and how he's able to and how uh, Bill Belichick is able to utilize him in this offense and in, in, in where they're going to end up going. Because th- this he does look like Tom Brady, like point five, like he, he's like the little young Tom Brady out there right now. And they possibly, I think, could make a push to try to get that seven, that, that seven spot now. Um, I know I was completely out on them uh, <laughs> when going into the season, uh, but this is kind of that midway uh, correction for me. New mm. England, they look good and, and for right now uh, against these lesser teams, the teams that they're supposed to win against. They, they really are putting up really nice showings against them, and they're putting up nice showings against teams that they're not supposed to beat. I mean, they just went into overtime with the Dallas team, that has a so much more of a high powered offense than they do. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like they're competing really they're in really tough games, they're competing and in these in these easy games they're making it look easy. So that that's where I feel like maybe in 2 years when Mac Jones has some more experience, he's able to read more plays and and, and read the the defense a little bit better and more efficiently and quicker and at the line he can make his adjustments the way that Tom Brady does. I don't know. This team could be right back into, hey, we're still that dynasty. We just took a couple years off.
1: Could be. Could be. I, I won't necessarily disagree with that. <clears throat> it's just, yeah. I can't get over how bad the Jets are. I mean, just, <laughs> have you seen, did you, have you broke down these numbers? Have you seen? Who? I didn't want to look how bad those numbers were. I have not looked at I'm the, going to the cu- box score cu- for cu- them. Not the numbers itself, but let me see. Here. Let me put it out here like this. Michael Carter is your leading rusher. With thirty-seven yards, oh. that's your leading rusher. Okay, uh, under that.
0: forty for your leading rusher. That's your leading
1: rusher. <laughs> keep you keeping. That's mind how you mind. already know you lost. <laughs> and Michael Carter was your leading receiver, eight for sixty-seven. And okay. your second, that. yeah, great game for Michael Carter yeah, overall. Seven yards. Ty Johnson is the next leading wide receiver on the team. The backup running back, eight for sixty-five. Oh wow. Where the hell are your receivers at? Because Corey Davis, where four for forty-seven APBL for Corey Davis. Six targets. the The man was. I guess he was swallowed up the whole game. I don't know. I. Was, I, I guess Zach Zach Wilson dinked and dunked as much as he could, for as long as he can. Because we talk about Michael Carter I mean, with nine targets. His, what is
0: it? PCL. Like he's he's done for a few like six weeks. I think. Yeah, sixteen timeline?
1: targets amongst these two running backs. So I'm just saying that. The entire offense is is turned upside down right now um uh, Crowder was the number four guy four for thirty four i mean just I, the running game doesn't exist the running backs are your leading play you know they're just your leading um your, your performers on your team i mean it just it's a complete blowout they couldn't have been playing that hard going in the second half you know what I'm saying new England and it's just
0: As much as I wanted to
1: just end on this great note about how New England plays so well, considering who they beat and how bad this team that they beat. Yeah. I just can't end on that note. It just has to end on... Dude, the Jets Jets are horrible. I mean... Horrible, and they're not even num- They're not even thirty-two home out there on my damn power. Would you believe that?
0: Well, let's talk about another horrible team.
1: Yeah, but the Giants
0: in. pull out an emphatic win in the second half versus Carolina, uh, and they get their second win of the season, and they win twenty-five to three against the Carolina Panthers. Can,
1: can can we be done with the New York teams this year? Just completely. Can we put them in a the package deal and just be done with them? Because neither one of these teams, <laughs> in their win, they don't deserve to be in the league. They just—they don't oh. deserve to be in the NFL. They need to be <laughs> renounced. <laughs> we need a new we need expansion an team. Get relega- rele- NFL
0: relegation. <laughs> send them over to you know. The,
1: send them over to the Canadian league. Send them over to NFL Europe. Restart NFL Europe with the New York Giants. <laughs> you know to let them be the. the you key. know
0: Jacksonville's going to kick that off. You already know that.
1: Oh, this is. What the hell? How did they win? That's all I want to know. That's my only question. That's my that's my analysis of this. How did y'all win?
0: Well. It really – I don't think this had anything to do with the Giants. I think this a 1,000% had everything to do with Carolina. I think Carolina is focused on, hey, we really just need to get Christian McCaffrey back. This offense looks absolutely – this, this offense is night and day with and without Christian McCaffrey. And you saw it even in that Houston game when Christian McCaffrey went down. Right. They were rolling. They were having a great game. And then Christian McCaffrey goes down and it stalls for a bit. Now they did pick it back up in the second half and and Sam Darnold became the leading rusher um and, and just kind of took over that game. But then you go into the next weeks and in these last four weeks, they literally just cannot play and, and they can't build off of the run because they have no run game. When and, and Chuba Hubbard, he is a good running back, but they don't scheme him the same way that they scheme uh Christian McCaffrey, because they're not the same guys. Chuba Hubbard is strictly a rusher, whereas Christian McCaffrey, he does he's such a utility player that they you really can't lock him down. And he's all over the place. And that's how he's able to get so many touches, and that's how he's able to create as much offense as he is able to create because he is literally everywhere. Yeah. But Chuba Hubbard, you have to just put him in the backfield, and you have to run him because that's all he really can do and it just is it's super easy, I guess, for for defenses to stifle that and then just say, hey, Sam Donald, go out there and beat us. And he did not. He had no he had no way oh. of getting anything done.
1: Mm-mm. No, I'm sorry. This, this doesn't I'm I was to throw up in my shirt looking at this <laughs> as I was following this and monitoring this game on Sunday and just what the hell was going on in Carolina and why couldn't they seem to get going? It's just the damn Giants. Yeah. I mean, can the Giants, Granted, now the Giants have played show some, up and be a yeah. team like that? Sure they can, but come on now. T- 25 to 3? No. 3 point.
0: That defense is not good enough to hold you to 3 points, to keep you out of the end zone. That's <sighs> not what this defense does. No. Uh, they make it tough for you to get into the end zone, but there are definitely ways to get in the end zone. And I, I think this is that specifically and is an indictment on Matt Rule for not scheming away in, when you're on plus territory to get the ball in the end zone.
1: No Barkley, no Shepard, no no Kadarius Toney. Just in Was the Galladay playing lineup. in the game? Oh, and no Galladay. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? That's what I'm trying to say. It should have been 25-3 Carolina.
0: And still a remedial Daniel Jones, so.
1: <laughs> I just, it didn't make any sense. They uh, they had half of their starting lineup is out for their skilled players, and yet they still keep rolling. Come I'm just... It's games like this that give, you know, there's going to be Giants fans out there like, oh, we're turning it around. And, uh, well, you know, I'm just saying. I know, just you know whenever I, mean?
0: I hear that, I'm just like, let's let's wait. Let, let me see next any week.
1: one in five <laughs> team that just won some middle of the road game because they're just happy to win. That's just going to come with that with fandom. I'm just. Yeah. Come on. Man. You know, and now the pat the path is four straight losses. I already kind of. Felt those first three wins was not as should have been as weighted as they as they were because the the, the 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 sports world was just going was just on a, t- a tizzy when they were three and zero. You know, just yeah. like, calm down, people, slow down. It, 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 I mean, granted, he did look good. I Sam mean, Darnold specifically Sam three.
0: Darnold. I was big on Sam Darnold during those first three weeks because he he looked like a whole new player. These last four weeks, he looks like the same old New York Jets Sam Darnold. Yeah. Especially last week. Last week was that. That was a, uh, that's that's the I'm seeing ghost, Sam Donald. I, I don't know what the hell
1: he was... however, he, Zach Wilson's performance was worse.
0: That is a very fair point, which is kind of <laughs> interesting. And you
1: I'm I, uh, man, I, I'm glad we're going to be getting through if we're getting through all the bad games right yeah. now because these are horrible, the, the, the these next are few games, games game. are
0: actually very good. Okay, um, ah. and let's get to it. Carolina, get it together, Who no. know, Cincinnati oh my god what the hell (laughs) 41 to 17 on the road to beat the baltimore ravens and to become now the leader in they not only are they the leader in the afc north they are the leader in all of the afc right now
1: yeah i've never seen this in my (laughs) life watching the nfl so i mean this is all new uncharted territory and this team is good (laughs) <laughs> wow Yeah 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 Tennessee and Vegas leading the Div- oh, Come on man. what is this We're in a twilight zone in the NFL What is going on here Cincinnati Yes I, as I was telling you Off the air a couple of days ago uh, They're that team now They They have proven it uh, Look if you can go to Pittsburgh And you can go to Baltimore and win I mean, and when both of them, you just split them and you think, like yeah. that. no, and oh, they, you're that not team. only
0: did they, they, they beat Pittsburgh, they absolutely demolished Baltimore in the second half of this game. They defensively was one of the most impressive showings I've seen from any team to come out in the second half, only be up by three and then to come out and just absolutely stifle. I mean, they, they ended up giving up the touchdown uh, in, in the third quarter to make it 1713. And then they just went on their run. Samaj so P. Ryan had had a big, big play touchdown. Uh, Joe Mixon just looked like he could not be tackled at all to get his touchdown. And then Joe Burrow just game managing, throwing the ball to to, to um Uzmata. Is that Uzama? Uzama. I don't I could never get his name right. Uh, <laughs> uh Uzma That dude. He's he was Uzama. He he had two big touchdowns in this game. One coming in the second half where it was just like, well, God, ugh, because anybody wrap up and tackle, they look again like Chicago. You just catch, can't they can't that, tackle.
1: <laughs> you catch that man reception.
0: No, I did not. It, you I, had two
1: big touchdowns, right? Yeah, three for th- three for ninety-one. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, how many the targets? Three, three. <laughs> if that ain't efficiency, <laughs> if that was you know like how you got a quarterback rating? Yeah, there you go. Right there. That's
0: all. What one fifty three point or one fifty eight point three? Perfect. <laughs> I mean, damn near perfect. <laughs> uh, and then, man, Jamar Chase. Eight receptions, two hundred and one yards, and a touchdown. This dude was just he he's he has quieted everybody who was talking crap before the season when he just could not catch a pass in the, in the preseason. And the the funny thing is is watching this game, and watching. Uh, Cincinnati as a whole this season, you can still see that they have inefficiencies on the offensive line. As we were talking about going into this season, you can still see those holes. You can still see where Joe Burrow has to spin out and, and and get out of the pocket to go make a play. You can see where Joe Mixon has, has to make a move in the backfield uh, before he can even get to the line of scrimmage to, to make a play and, and get p- plus yards there for them to be able to get to five and two, Beat two of the biggest boogeymen in, in the in the division and in handedly beat Baltimore, who is actually looking like a team who should be a Super Bowl contender this year.
1: Five hundred and twenty-seven yards. <laughs> of two hundred. Uh, look, he <laughs> threw for four hundred and sixteen yards. Two hundred and one. Which is Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. The other two fifteen <laughs> was the rest of the team, and ninety-one of them went to Uzama. <laughs> i mean oh my god they're that team i mean baltimore they're s- they're shame good. on you <laughs> that, i mean good i no. mean good lord i mean yeah i ain't gonna sit there and say that i should be surprised you lost to to, to uh, cincinnati but yes i am surprised based on how you lost i mean are you serious you gave I mean, up that,
0: cause the, but the funny 500 thing is yards is- of offense outside of the fourth quarter it didn't it wasn't really a blowout until the fourth quarter where they were just like, well damn like we we just can't do anything anymore that that defense is sneakily one- one of the better defenses in the entire n f l right now
1: man twenty eight to seven run in the second half total that's I, it was a tale of two halves, and yeah. all of us, I don't know what the hell happened, because they went on a 21 nothing run to, to finish the game. Like I said, whatever Baltimore team went into the tunnel did not come back out in Oh, the absolutely half. not. These imposters that came out <laughs> here and gave up all these damn yards, and I'm like, I don't care what team you are. You can be the Jets. The Jets didn't even give up 500 damn yards. You know what I'm saying? Say? In the midst of it. But Baltimore. I think that's just a
0: testament to to, to Joe Burrow in this offense.
1: I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm not going to argue that I just I cannot understand how the hell they're pulling this off with this offensive line. I just I don't, I, I get, don't it. get
0: it because I, like I was saying for them to be able to play because you can see it. You can see it while you're watching the games that this offensive line sucks still like you could. It is not like, oh, they're just playing better than their weight. Like, no, they really are that bad. But Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon mask it so much, and this is the the scary thing about this team right now is if one of them goes down, I think it kind of all falls apart, and it, it it's very fragile for the offense right now. And and this is what I was concerned about going into the season because mm-hmm. every single time I see Joe Burrow take a hit, I'm just like, oh god, like you just got to take in that collective breath, like just Wince. oh my god.
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> almost when you was watching your guy last year get in Washington. Alex you, Smith. Oh, Alex Smith, yeah, yeah, that's that same, yeah. You just don't want to. like Every single time you see ah, him, don't touch his <laughs> leg. Don't, don't touch his leg. Just don't touch
0: that leg. <laughs> so that that right now is where I'm just like, okay, if they can stay healthy, yeah, this is going to be fun to watch for the rest of the season. But that's where you would love to see an offensive line to come and step in and just be like, okay, we can we can just let you guys uh kind of we can mask some of those some of those things right now. But they really can't. So.
1: no and very I just say shout out to their rush game. I mean, man, you talk about split carries almost at like <laughs> 51 to 49%. I mean, it was almost as 50-50 as you can get. 12 for 59 for and one touchdown for Joe Mixon. 11 for 52 and one touchdown for Samaje Piron. However, Piron did have a one big 46-yard run. So yeah, he got his on uh, from he the, from did, the yeah. midfield. So the 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 touchdown saved his whole day cuz yeah. I mean, he really did not have a good day. But at the end of the day they had over 100 yards of rushing, over 400 yards of passing. <laughs> I mean, good lord, and and really took it to Baltimore and Baltimore. And they're that team. They're in first like you were just saying they're in first place. I mean, over here would just just got Vegas on their backs. Like okay. mean, like that, that, that that's really any kind of pressure in uh, they're rolling, and they have proven me wrong. I mean, I was, you know, I wasn't down on Cincinnati, but I was like, in eh, no way they're gonna be beating these these conglomerates in in, in their division. And that was well, the whole I took point. them
0: to beat Pittsburgh, but I did not expect them to beat Baltimore. Not not this game in Baltimore. If this was a close game, and then they just lost this by maybe say two two possessions, ten point ten mm-hmm. point game, but they fought really well going into the next game when they have to play them at their home, then it'd be like, okay, this actually could be one of these games. And it, right. it just, they did this at the bank. They did this in Baltimore, in front of all those fans. It was funny to see in the fourth quarter, to just see all the purple just start to fade out of the, out of the stands. Because you could just see everybody leaving. And you could just see these dots of orange all they across. Should be, they
1: should be disgusted. I, I would have been, because... I'm not sitting there saying this this should have been a blowout, you know, in the Baltimore's uh favorite. But if I was a fan of Baltimore going into this game, look, we own Cincinnati at yeah. home. You know, it's like dude, they don't come Cincinnati does not win in Baltimore. Hell, I can't say many Cincinnati things. doesn't win at all. <laughs> Man, that's that's my point. You know, it's just yeah. I thought what they was just gonna be kind of this bubble team this year. They're just kind of teetering and so flat. I thought they were gonna be Vegas. Yeah, that's what I thought they were gonna be. It's you know they they they're you know prisoner of their own division. They just happen to be in this overly you know um, competitive division, and they like the hell with that. They did with now they t- now I'm kind of switching over. They're kind of doing what Arizona's doing. Like phew, screw screw that script. We we going <laughs> we gonna we gonna write our own narrative here. And look at this smoke clears. Cincinnati has beaten Baltimore and Baltimore and. Yeah, that goes another one of my number one teams is knocked out. <laughs> yeah,
0: that was, I uh, am I I, running. When it happened, I did make a mental note of that. I was just like, yep, it, it was you. It wasn't me. It was <laughs> anytime you pick a new number one,
1: that's who's going to go down. Out of there. And we got a new number one this, year, this week. So uh, y'all stay tuned for that one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad this one is number one. Like It's about time. <laughs> well, yeah. The this is a game that
0: I did not watch by any means. I literally did not see a see a single play of this game. Uh, Raiders win thirty three to twenty two against Philadelphia.
2: <laughs>
0: I don't have anything to. I literally did not watch this game at all. So but just, those the numbers. Derek Carr three twenty three for two touchdowns. Apparently he played very well. Uh, Kenyon Drake had a solid day. Fourteen carries, sixty nine yards. Up. And that's, I
1: was watching. I was listening to him on the radio. Gotcha. And it was just they just took it to him in the second half. I don't know what the hell. Philadelphia just couldn't hang.
0: Yeah, and I think that's kind of the <sighs> the synopsis about Philadelphia. They're a good team, or they're they're a solid team, I will say. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just don't have the horses to finish games. Uh, it's kind of where I was at with them going into this game, and then
1: just hearing that it just kind of confirms it. And that's with them scoring 15 in the fourth quarter. So. Yeah. Philadelphia. So, I mean, they was just trying to make the damn game respect. The game was over. Yeah, I mean, That was just garbage time points. Uh, But, moving
0: on then, if you don't have anything else about there, You're the only one who listened to it. I, uh, I literally did not, <laughs> did not follow this game by any means.
1: Not minutes. really. I mean, Jalen Hurts, I think, overall, another solid game, statistically. I don't yeah. think game flow, you would necessarily say he had a great game, but I really think they got something here with Jalen Hurts. I just want to say that. I wanted to give Vegas and Philadelphia—they do really quickly. And for Vegas, congratulations—two and zero since the Gruden fiasco. And, yeah, oh
0: yeah, that is actually one big thing, right? Which now. Which is kind of interesting.
1: Like, was that the issue here? Well,
0: like- cause to me, usually what happens when you lose your 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 um your, your head coach uh, in the middle of the season. I w- I was actually expecting Vegas to win last week because they, for some reason, those teams, especially when it's something kind of actually horrible that happened <laughs> they, you'll you'll see the, the the kind of players rally around each other and they'll get up for that game and, and they'll come out but then emotionally it's so draining they come out the following week and, and that second week uh, departed from their head coach and then they just come out so flat that they're just not able to stay in the game right this time no well they did come out flat in the first quarter apparently but then they just kind of ran away with it um so I don't know. It's just that, that is one thing to kind of keep an eye on to see how this team continues to play. Cause maybe Gruden truly was the problem over there. Uh, it, just culturally, uh, emotionally, everything for, for this team. They, they, he just wasn't able to get them to play, uh, to, to the standards that they should be at, uh, with, with the talent that they have.
1: Um, yeah. And that, yeah. that's all I just wanted to, and we can move on. I just wanted to say what I had to say. I thought it was an impressive win for Vegas you know, and, uh, regardless. and, <clears throat> I want to say congratulations to them and they're number two in the AFC right now.
0: So Yep, that is true. Um, well, let's talk about the LA Rams. Uh Stafford's Revenge. Twenty eight to nineteen beats up on uh the Lions. Actually the Lions came out and kind of kicked him in the mouth real quick, uh, before uh the, the Rams could even uh kind of get get their feet under them. <laughs>
1: uh yeah yeah Biden, no Biden knows okay. kneecap
0: though uh no they came out they scored a touchdown and then they kicked a an onside kick so they still like the rams just were sitting on the sideline just like okay when are we ever gonna have the ball and then after that they they actually went for it on fourth down on a punt on a fake punt they did a, a, a pass okay. and it was just like the Rams are never going to get to touch the ball in the first quarter. <laughs> and then uh, when they finally did, they were only able to get a field goal because they, they just kind of came out flat. But then once they fight, started getting the ball back, they kind of got in their rhythm and they got going. And mm-hmm. uh, they got on top of them But going into halftime 17 to 16. Um, and then they just kind of finished the game out in the fourth quarter. They were just like, no, nope, we're icing this game away. Finished it out super strong and, and just 28-19, solid win. Uh, Matt Stafford got over the emotions of seeing his old teammates and they just, they handled their business and they did what they were supposed to do. No, I don't think anybody had any inclination that uh, Detroit was ever going to win this game. I think it was just a matter of uh, when, not if uh, the Rams were going to start clicking and and, and get this
1: game kind of wrapped up. I'm reminded of a boxing analogy when when I, when I, when it comes to this particular matchup um and I'm saying a boxing analogy, like you, you'll see some of these tune-up fights for champions. Yeah. And they'll just be fighting, just you know, Joe Joe Biscuit, or whatever yeah. you know. So Joe Biscuit jumps in the ring, and it, it, what do you think this guy's strategy is? If you had to guess, I, I, I'm I'm not gonna veer off too far, too well,
0: long. If anybody to can get knocked out, so just anybody can get caught.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, that's that's fine. But the point being, it, it, let's stay there. And I'll build <laughs> off of that. Well, if it's a 12 round fight. I don't think they're thinking about going a distance. Oh,
0: absolutely not.
1: <laughs> so the point is, you're gonna have to come out with as much fury as you get got in you. the first yeah. early well, rounds. Yeah, that's and exactly because after about round four, we're done. You know, and, and, they mean, had
0: I think like four trick plays in the first in the first quarter.
1: And that's what I and that's that's <laughs> basically what you've seen. They came with everything they had the first quarter, and that was fine. They walked out of there 10-3, <laughs> and then in the second half, the second quarter score six points. They couldn't even get to the end zone anymore. Then in the third quarter, one field goal. And then in the fourth quarter, nothing. no points. It just they they just faded in the fight. So and, and, and the Rams got stronger and Detroit just a hey, Detroit uh, I'm sorry, you you needed to well obviously you needed to put up 30 in the first quarter <laughs> cuz to win the game, but yeah. Yeah, it just that's that's what I was reminded of watching them. Like, they just came out furious in the first quarter. And I was just like, wow. Could they? Because yeah. I even said, could they sustain this for the whole game? <laughs> like, cause, and, I'm already, and I'm already, we're already in that territory. They're due. They, they, you know, they need they, to get one at some point. Some, somebody <laughs> has to give up one. And that's like, which is killing me on the game picks. So I'm just like, I know it's coming and I'm going to get burned on it. Cause I'm like, I can't, I can't seriously pick y'all to win <laughs> no games because y'all shouldn't be winning but y'all should win one but they should though because this <laughs> team actually is <laughs> the playing, way they're playing yeah, they're right. playing
0: above their weight they they play such good football they're a bad team that plays i think this good, is one of the but don't execute well they they this is a testament to uh to to uh, mcdc over there he's getting this team to play just way above their weight because they don't have the talent to be in the games that they're in like and then they'll come out super flat the following week and then just get absolutely ramrodded by right. by another team. So, yeah, they're very perplexing. They're just really hard to figure out if they're ever going to get a win because they they don't have that great of talent, right. but they do play so so well together. Um, so uh, I don't know, but
1: and yes, and the Rams just looked awesome. Yeah, I, I mean. Run game, I think they just used the run to control the clock, and they used it as a tool. So they kept spotting it, putting Daryl Henderson Jr. in here and there. I mean, finished 15 for 45. It, it didn't look great, but it did control the flow of yeah, the offense. Controlling the clock, controlling, controlling the, the clock uh, well. uh, game
0: management, and just staying on schedule. I mean, he didn't what, – what was – do you have his uh average uh, yards per carry? Three. Yeah, I mean, yeah, basically staying on schedule. I mean, you're, you're – Maybe one in another half yard, but
1: I mean, but we already know where the floodgates opened up, and it was the pass game, and they just had it's Detroit. I'm sorry, you know. And and then you're playing the Rams, I'm sorry, and no no one is really stopping this team. So, no, no, and gosh, um, Cooper Cup bowl, and (laughs) I mean, it was uh, the Cooper Cup game, obviously 10 for 56, two touchdowns, 13 targets. (laughs) I mean, my gosh, excellent for fantasy. Um, just one, uh, one more fantasy plug uh, to our, our wonderful cohort, partner, oh. Jamal Williams, twelve for fifty-seven, led the Detroit Lions in rushing. And yeah, you traded so that you away. said he didn't do anything. <laughs> he only led his team in rushing. Yeah, no, he led
0: the entire, entire game in rushing. Twelve for fifty-seven.
1: Absolutely. Um, <laughs> now. DeAndre Swift had the better game overall oh, because yeah. his yeah. pass game, oh yeah. my God, eight for ninety six. Are you serious? <laughs> and was only and was number two in receiving, not number one. That's what I'm saying. Detroit's offense is not as putrid as it seems. It's I think, I it's do more think the they, execution is horrible. but I
0: do think they also need more weapons on the outside. Like I still Quintez Cephas, I think it was he no, didn't he even play this game. No.
1: He's still out, he's still on IR. Yeah. So, who are there? I believe there? Raymond. Um, well, Don't forget about my man, TJ Hawkinson. He was number three. Oh, well, yeah, Hawkinson. Um, six for 48. He had nine <laughs> targets. So, I mean, he, they, they, they're utilizing him. It's just, man, I mean, yeah. you, you got to give this man Jerry Goff some time. You got to give him a lot of time, actually. Let uh, me be very clear. Well, you got to give them a lot of time. They have that contract,
0: so they <laughs> so they're, they're kind of stuck with uh, And then uh,
1: there's some guy named Bobby Price that I never heard of. Yeah,
0: they need to go get receivers. Like they yeah. if they well,
1: Geronimo they need to get Allison? offensive linemen. I didn't even know he was over there. Good lord. Doesn't matter. <laughs> he well, needs on. to be out of the league. He was 0 for 0. I don't even know why. Oh, he has two targets.
0: Yeah. So, that, I think but, the Lions they still need more horses. That's what we're trying to say. Kenny Galladay? Time to come back. <laughs> to trade one trash from our trash?
1: I mean, I mean, dang. Um, what's my man that's on CBS right now?
0: <laughs> oh, uh <laughs> Oh, what is his name? Uh Nate Burleson. <laughs> Nate Burleson.
1: <laughs> oh, could come here. <laughs> can we bring you out of retirement? Could you please come back to help Detroit out in this pinch right now? Gotcha. You know I mean, come on half a season. Yeah. On, well, they can trade it away as
0: quarterback. I don't think they wanna I don't think you want to come back.
1: <laughs> Megatron. <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, Arizona, they get a very, very convincing win over uh, Houston. Arizona came out a little slow in this game. Uh, Houston, decided, like you were saying, kind of that your fight analogy, gave them everything that they had, and all of that turned into just the safety. <laughs>
1: That's true. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't quite get that one from that. I, 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 what I got from that was let's stop pre-longing inevitable here. You know, just you just it's a person just holding this holding up the line. You know, <laughs> no, they did. When, they give when them are you gonna jump had, over? That's all they when, had. When, when, look, we're, we're in the bungee cord line, dude. You have to jump. In, we all want to, you know, and they just won't go, you know, until they, finally somebody pushed them, <laughs> you know, it was just, and then somebody pushing them was Kyler Murray. Yeah.
0: And the Kyler Murray quarter. came out there and just, it's like, sit down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have to say, I, I will share this. I was so hot. after got to the first quarter. I'm like, what in the hell is going on over here in Arizona? And why is Houston acting like they that team now? Like y'all, the freaking Houston Oilers. They've
0: been doing this all season, though. Oh. I mean, they're, they're a team that's been kind of scrappy and trying to stay in every single game. But Kyler Murray came out and, and finished the game two sixty-one and uh, three touchdowns. Chase Edmonds uh, leads the leads the day in rushing, fifteen carries, eighty-one yards. Uh, and Zach way. Ertz was the leading receiver, three receptions, 60, sixty-six yards, he, and a touchdown. He got it right at the end. Yeah, because him
1: and AJ Green was going back and forth, which. <laughs> Which was like AJ Green was the leading receiver at two for fifty. It was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it be, but I mean everybody's going to eat in his offense, and that's yeah. the other thing, you know. So it's got
0: my touchdown from Joe, uh, James Conner and DeAndre Hopkins uh, kept me in, in in fantasy this week, and then I I messed up by putting in Justin Fields. It's my fault. Uh-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, Mike, yeah, you, you I- got lucky. No. <laughs> yes, I did. Um, but uh, super efficient game overall. Um, I, I just, if you, if you, let me just say it, if, if there's somebody on Arizona that doesn't have a great stat line, it does not mean that they had a bad game. They are just the odd man out in the game yeah. script. That's all that really means. No one has a bad It just means game. put them
0: in your lineup next week because they're going to get theirs next week.
1: <laughs> it's it's it goes around, comes around. If you, it's, 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 it's the Tampa Bay model. You, you all three receivers are not going to eat on the same week. Yeah. It's just somebody can't eat.
0: So Unless they're going against the Jets. um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely. You know, but in, apart from that, yeah, that's, you know, you're looking at two sides of the same coin right now. But so yeah, Zach Ertz did, at the end of the game, finish as the t- leading score. I mean, leading receiver, 3-66. Did get a touchdown, which helped uh, one of the three that Kyler Murray hit through. The other two, like I said, to your guy. DeAndre Hopkins and then Christian Kirk got in there. I thought Rondell Moore was going to snag one, that one pissed me, pissed me off. I bet it did. (laughs) Uh, And that was just one of them games where it was just going, you going, you you know, you going feast and famine all in the same game.
0: (laughs) That dude was doing nothing. I was going against Christian Kirk in fantasy, doing absolutely nothing, and then he got that late touchdown. I was like, come on, man, (laughs) like can't do anything.
1: As long as it wasn't AJ Green, I didn't care. Hell yeah, Uh, yeah. We we don't even have to get into that. Uh, ha ha jokes on you, sir. Thought and one that I something. don't
0: want to get into, and I'm I'm not going to get emotional about this. And I, I'm going to let you talk about this game because I, I just I can't emotionally get attached I think to the ratings.
1: One. <laughs> I think you should talk.
0: I no, I can't. I can't do that to myself this week. Well, we could talk about it later. All right. Uh but I'll start it off and then you could just go in. It's just the Bears and the Buccaneers. Buccaneers handled their business. Thirty eight to three. Bears suck right now. Just Let's leave it. Oh, we'll say one positive note for the Bears: Khalil Herbert looks like an absolute stud right now. Eight,
1: Eighteen carries, a hundred yards. That's your other rookie of the year candidate. Yeah. After we keep going in this route, he's that guy. <laughs> the only thing is, this is the
0: second David Montgomery comes back, here. I know it's a two-game
1: <laughs> sample size, but for goddamn, for two games, back-to-back hundred-yard he, games he's in that conversation for me. I'm sorry that he should be a rookie of the year kind of candidate. Period. do yeah. I see anything. If I see a regressive game, okay, he regressed a little bit. Taking my no, know. he did this against Tampa's front seven. I understand that. that's, <laughs> the, that's exactly what I'm. In spite of that's the one silver lining yeah. here that uh, as much as we're trying to protect Justin Fields, guess what? We got another rookie that is tearing up the airway, the ground or oh, the, oh, the runways, which is Khalil Herbert, which is
0: <laughs> that that was that I was when, I, when they drafted Bears, him. I said I was excited. Great draft once again (laughs) when they drafted him i said i was excited and he has just proven everything right for me and i like i think he should be that thunder and lightning he should be that second guy behind david montgomery and there's no shot at damian williams it's just i don't think his run style fits chicago's offense i'm not gonna say it doesn't
1: i i think right now damian williams should be regimented as a third down change of pace back period you know and i don't understand maybe
0: third and short you just got to kind of need more of a bruiser cuz he is the beefiest one out of I'm gonna all of them i will say you can
1: use him as a goal line back i think there's still usage for him it's just you got to just be strategic with it because i by no means i think they have a wonderful running back tandem of all three of them and i'm just they're up what?
0: there with the with the with the indianapolis running back core right now exactly like they just everybody any given week it just depends on who you want to go with Definitely Plug and be- play
1: him. right, better than be- definitely better than New England's. Um, if healthy, can damn damn sure rival um San Francisco because San Francisco like what they got like, six injured. guys. You know, <laughs> they, I was like they, they have the most. But, rival no, that, to,
0: uh, Eli the Mitchell, most. that dude is nice. We'll, we'll talk about San Francisco in a bit. Um, Killed my team, up. yeah, mine too. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I just. <clears throat> Emotionally, can't talk about Chicago. Tampa Bay, great win. Defense, front seven came out, came to play. Offense came out and capitalized on every single turnover. And and they just handled their business. They were at home. The, uh, Tom Brady throws his 600th career touchdown pass, uh, gets that one uh, taken away, and they, they throw it up into the stands for <laughs> Mike Evans over there. They had to make a whole negotiation uh, to get that ball back uh, to go take that one down to Canton because now he is the only quarterback of all time in any time in the NFL to ever have thrown for 600 touchdowns. Um uh, So now the record broken by Tom Brady, I think he's going to have them all by the time he's done. So this is, I think this is the second record he's broken this year. Yes. <clears throat> so yeah, this is, you know, it's just insane, but great win by the bucks. Chicago's got a lot, a lot of work to do. A lot of work to do.
1: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> pass game is non-existent at this point um the only bright spot if i one other bright spot i want to pull out of this Cole commit led the team in receiving yeah five for 43 i mean i'm happy to see it take it from what you can take it from i mean Cole commit i think is a, a a bona fide asset on this offense and <clears throat> in the midst of a putrid performance here i think that you know there were some gems that came out of this with these young players and commit and herbert when you add them with with your you know david montgomery's (coughs) um and darnell mooney's and which was leading he was number two in receiving but just two for 39 it just was just a bad passing performance overall but there are some positives to take out of this um Bears got a lot of work to do. Uh, I, I mean, you know, I'm I'm saying this from the aspect of the offseason. I'm not jumping ahead of that. I just wanted to say that as a one generalized statement. Yeah. They just got a lot of work to do. Um I heard your I heard your rant. Yeah, <laughs> about I did. Yeah. <laughs> and he's pissed. And I mean, pissed, disappointed, heartbroken, all of the above. It's just it frustrated. It's <sighs> I'm gonna say what the other silver line is. And it's not even on a stat sheet. <laughs> Matt Nagy comes up with COVID. <laughs> I'm, I am so excited about that. We I need a break from this guy. That, that's my point of this. <laughs> I know. I, it wasn't even a knock. It's really true. I, I mean, that, that that's a bright spot. Bears fans, hear <sighs> me. You you will see on Sunday. I just think we need to get to see somebody else do the... You know what I'm saying? Just let somebody else coach for one game. And I, I just want to see what happens. Because if it looks anywhere better than this... We got a new problem on our hands, and I can't wait because it's like it's the beginning of the end, and now we can finally turn that corner that we need. We've turned the corner, I think, with the players, but on the management side, oh. we have a problem. And I'm you are I. I don't even want to get you started on yeah, this. But,
0: no, I'm not gonna I'm not going to fall. Into I mean, but
1: oh that. my god, and I'm not gonna even regurgitate it. I'm just gonna give it a real cliff notes version of this, and it's like that. It's It it is. The equivalency of what is going on with management in Chicago is is about as bad as what we just expressed with the New York Jets situation. It is bad. And I was afraid you were going to say that. You already knew I was going to say that because that's how bad it is. You know, you know I, it and I know and it. I know I it. Know it. <laughs> I'm doing a Skip, skip Bayless now. <laughs> it's it's bad. And I'm only t- – I'm notice I'm not going into the numbers. There's nothing to talk about here. There The numbers are horrible. Don't do it. <laughs> right. Do I'm trying to bait him. I'm trying to bait him to say something. <laughs> I don't want to say what it to the end. But God, Tampa Bay, you won the game. You were supposed to win. You went out there and you just beat on a... a uh, let me be very clear. The Bears is a actually a, a really... They're an injured team right now. I'm oh, like, yeah. we've been seeing our number one and virtually our number two running back for two weeks. Yeah, we got Damian Williams back who just is fresh off COVID. <laughs> it... We I don't know how he feels. I mean, I mean, granted, could he suit up? Sure. I mean, had Khalil I, Harbour. I'm not even worried about it because we have same, Khalil exactly? <laughs> had something happen to him and yeah. he had to go down, okay, we can roll him out and not Nall.
0: I get that. We but, can't run right, right out Nall. Is Nall's he, not on the roster anymore. Oh, yes, he is. He,
1: they brought this
0: mo- All right, moving
1: on to Sunday One night before receiving.
0: <laughs> yeah, Colts okay. get a emphatic win. And we're done with that Sick. <laughs> we are done. <laughs> Colts get a win. to versus San Francisco. I told you Indianapolis was going to win this game.
1: You're really going to do the I told you. I I could just pick up my games and be like, I I told you. You know? (laughs)
0: Really? (laughs) Indianapolis, though. They actually looked really good.
1: You told me. Explain that on your fantasy team, dear. You told me all this you
0: conflicted i what i was just <laughs> conflicted i didn't know what it was the rain and it was the fact that they're on the road i didn't know what was going to happen need in this game who
1: start? i don't know started both I, I, <laughs> you changed the lead you changed
0: settings let me
1: put a vote in please
0: i lost we need a, a break I, I had i lost in fantasy off of two monumental mistakes i didn't know who to put in for defense between Indianapolis and San Francisco, and I called you before was, the game was started. Who's happen to play each other? Night. Yeah, that's why I was just like, I don't. This is the worst decision to have, <laughs> and I was just like, I didn't, I just need somebody to, to confirm what I thought. And and granted, I had San Francisco in, so it was. I understand. And I just I did, I, I didn't know what more, to do.
1: <laughs> if you would have polled hundred people, I'm sure ninety plus would have, <laughs> have said just go with San Francisco. I'm sure. And just for those other teams, just that was because right before
0: that, I was just like Indianapolis. I just feel like they they're gonna have like I I I knew they were gonna win the game. I I I, 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 I for I had no doubt that they were gonna win this game. I just hmm. did not know if it was going to be did, and I didn't expect their defense to play as well as they
1: did. Oh, that's the thing for me. That's where it, it's like I can't get a feel for their defense. Their that defense board... on the
0: road, I just didn't feel like they were gonna be able to come in. Hmm. And, and on the road and play that well defensively. I thought the San Francisco defense was going to be able to get up for this game and make it tougher for Indianapolis. Oh Granted, they, they San Francisco defense didn't play, didn't play horribly. They ended up with five points, which is kind of running the mill for, especially when you allow 30 points. Exactly. Um, So they, they clearly had some big plays, but San Francisco, I mean, for Indianapolis. So they just, their defense just absolutely killed it in the second half. And, and ran away with it and ended up with 10 points. So that was my number one mistake in fantasy. Number two, I had some inclination that Chicago's offensive line was going to be able to do something against uh, that, that front seven just to give Justin Fields two seconds of time to be able to play and, and get the ball down the field to attack the DB, DB situation that uh, that uh, Tampa Bay has. Clearly, there were guys getting open. I see how he went back to, to
1: Chicago. See. Literally, it's <laughs> simply
0: fantasy. They weren't able to get it done. And Justin Fields, that was a mistake because my only other option would have been Taylor Heineke. And he actually ended up having a decent game versus Green Bay. He would have given uh, you plus Green
1: 16, Bay. but okay. You know, oh, that one, you
0: either one of these... One of, if I make one of these two decisions to put in the other guy... I win I win this week.
1: Oh, I, I can attest. You were going back and forth. And I mean, I even questioned a couple of them. Like, are you sure that's what you want? And, you know, you had made a very compelling argument about the Justin Fields It was and so that. close. <laughs> ah, I didn't see what you were seeing on the field. I'm like, I don't think so, sir. And then, but yeah, which but is around why we're where we're at Back now. to
0: actual football. Yeah. Indianapolis looked really good in this game. It, it, I don't want to hear it again. Carson Wentz is that dude. He he came out in in the rain, on the road, without his starting wide, wide receiver in, in T.Y. Hilton, just came out and just second half just ran away with this thing. They literally never gave a, a single shot for San Francisco to get back into this game.
1: I I agree. Um, look, I'm rolling with Carson Winston, two, maybe three leagues now. I'm like, He was my Russell Wilson replacement. I mean, yeah. like literally, in both cases, like, he was the only uh, guy left. And... My Don't tell me Carson is a been, problem. My team's been rolling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, rolling with this guy. I'm like, you know, I am not, yeah, super. I'm not down on him, but I'm not, not high, high on, on him, him either. You know, it's, but he's. But as we were saying, you know, preseason, you know, you know, put him with what's what, what, what um, put him around talent, put him in a different situation. I.E. we fast forward. He's in Indianapolis. He's that um, now I can see, you know, we've seen that Carson Wentz that we were seeing in that. I'm not gonna say the the MVP level, no, but what you were seeing in that year of just that kind yeah. of efficiency and like the his his ceiling. He still has not. He, he has he that one interception. He's he's. He, I mean, look, if you want a game manager, a good one. This is your guy. Kirsten a game manager wins.
0: that can also win you a game. That's like, what I'm not, saying. Yeah.
1: That's what a game manager should be. Yeah. It shouldn't be really some guy who just, oh, my God. It's just, not, a, it's not, not the guy two, that just won't lose you the game. Right. And he, he just made, was happen, happen to just make these two key plays or yeah. something that just change. You know, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. We're talking about somebody who can kind of hold day on. Now, he's not going to sit up there, man, we're going to really need you to put out a 400-yard four, game, three touchdowns. Oh, no, okay. Ain't no one's doing that.
0: In a key third down, he had a, what, a, Thirteen yard rush to get the first down to keep the ball on on their side. Uh, after nobody could get open, I mean he he made play after play. He he threw into tight windows and got the ball through there. He had the one fumble that was just like okay, you got to hold on to that one. But right. again, it is a monsoon coming in, and it is <laughs> and, San Francisco, and they're in San Francisco against that defense. I think he was getting tackled by Nick Bosa at the time. Like the dude is game record. I mean, and yeah, he just across the i'm I'm tired of hearing people just try to rag on carson wentz and we finally i finally for the first time heard a a commentator uh on on uh nbc there finally give carson wentz his due during this game and say like he's actually looked really good this year Mm -hmm. he hasn't just been like okay and we're staying afloat like yes the team has (laughs) lost games granted he looked good at the time where he had two damn sprained ankles and was still coming off of foot surgery yeah like, this dude doesn't have feet right now, and he's still
1: playing like this. Looking good. I mean, man, he, oh, God, Lord. I mean, a rushing touchdown. Passing touchdown. I mean, he just, two passes. I mean, the guys is just efficient. I mean, you can't ask, you could ask for a lot more, but you can't, you can't be, you can't knock what you're getting here. I mean, how much more could you expect, considering, you know, just just in what the hellish, situation he just came out of in Philadelphia to coming into this situation. Started out slow. Started out with some injuries. You know, here he is, like you said, two I mean simultaneously had two 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 um spring ankles on the same play. <laughs> just and <laughs> and shows up for the next game by the way and played well. Um yeah. And then you go to, I mean you go to San Francisco in a monsoon and you not only win, you win impressively. I mean, they After that little 12-point performance in the first quarter, they had just stifled them all the way until early in the fourth quarter, and they was only able to get one touchdown. They didn't get nowhere near the end zone again. And it just – it was completely controlled by Indianapolis. Like, Indianapolis, the same way we were talking about for Tennessee, they just kind of wanted these Jekyll and Hyde teams where it's just like – these are teams I don't want to look at, you know, remember that, that how I was saying like Philadelphia, it's just these, they hard out teams. Like you just, Oh God. You know, it's just like, man, you, okay. Let me, let me, let me take a, let me take a head count. Some of us won't be you're standing here at the end of the game because we'll yeah. be injured. You know, it's just, it, it's one of them type of things. And it's like, these are very dangerous teams and all the respect and kudos to Indianapolis. That was an impressive victory. Um, puts them back in the playoff race right now and in in that conversation of contenders, you know, so and uh, congratulations to um, Carson Wentz, man, I have been waiting years to see this dude, because I'm like you
0: I've been saying it for years, and with the situations that he's been in Everybody keeps saying that he is the problem. Skip,
1: skip, <laughs> skip. I gotta so stop you, man. I gotta do, it. man. You gotta make me do the uh, <laughs>
0: Shannon, Char- Shannon Sharp.
1: Come on, Skip. Yo, come on, stop. <laughs> no, 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 come on. Let's be responsible.
0: I am being responsible. I, you got not you specifically because you just didn't have a take on Carson Wentz, and that's fine. Okay. But for anybody who kept saying Carson Wentz was the freaking issue in Philadelphia. Clearly, he's not. Now, granted, Jalen Hurts looks good right now. And he's actually saving Philadelphia from just absolute purgatory right now. But that's neither here nor there. Carson Wentz was not the issue there. I think it was really more of a Doug Peterson issue. He didn't want to play him the way that he played him in that MVP season. Mm -hmm. And now we're seeing him in a different situation with Frank Reich, using him the way that he should be. And by the way, Frank Reich isn't coddling this dude. He's actually, from what I've seen, he's actually been coaching him harder than he has anywhere else. Okay. And so for him to be able to do this, again, fighting through injury, one of the toughest uh, quarterbacks in the league right now, Mm -hmm. and to, on top of that, continue to play well and lead this team in the midst of still losing some some very big games that now they're in a hole and they have to fight back, and now they're, they're, what, two games down? Behind uh Tennessee over there for them to be this close and to still be a- actually competing for that wild card spot stop telling me that this dude is was the issue in Philadelphia this dude can't win you games or this the, he is the problem he is clearly not mm-hmm. he plays up to the competition he does more with less he he just continues to outperform the talent that's around him he is a good quarterback. That especially if you put the pieces around him, he's going to be able to lead a team to a, to what I think is a Super Bowl. I think he truly can. You get him a couple more pieces over here in, in, in Indianapolis because leave the defense the way that it is. The defense is playing fantastic. Go ahead, just get a a, a weapon that can stay healthy and on the freaking field, and have Michael Pittman be the number two guy, and maybe find him a tight a end.
1: can definitely use more tight end. They can use anything in their pass. I think, even if they can find another explosive running back, you know, not necessarily somebody to compete with Jonathan Taylor, but just to.
0: That's why I would rather just go with a receiver or a tight end because. First first thing is
1: first. I mean, but you always need a next man up type of person just in case of injury or whatever the case. And I think they have have Basically, all I'm saying, keep doing what you've been doing. Just add, keep adding. You know, these people don't have to be ready to go, but they need to be next man up because Khalil Herbert wasn't ready to go, and was no reason why I would yeah, have Herbert started. Herbert was him. ready to go. <laughs> According <laughs> to him, but, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm not sitting in the practices, so I mean, I'm just making a point. Of, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just until that time, and then boom, you got a Khalil Herbert on your hands, you yeah. know, or you got a Marlon Mack on your hands, or you got a Naheem Hines. You know, it. it just these guys, they have their value, and yeah. my whole point is okay. You know, people get nicked, they get dinged. Time goes by, they get a little bit slower. They get whatever the case. You just want to keep, just keep bringing them in. I mean, I'm just saying, I don't think that's your number one target.
0: But yeah. yeah,
1: definitely at receiver. I'm like in tight end. Come on, I mean, come on, y'all. Uh, oh my god, it just it just hit me. Odell Beckham mm. in Indianapolis. I that would is do a good that. Point. Um, let's on. wrap
0: this up, though. Yeah. We Go got ahead. one more game. I don't have anything to talk about with this game. Saints win 13-10 to 10 versus Seattle. Game sucked. game sucked. Game was horrible.
1: Okay. We knew what was going to happen in this game. I didn't think it was going to be this kind of lackluster. You lack told lusted. me. Okay. Well, I knew who was going to win. I didn't know it was. I, did I say it was going to be like 13? Damn, no, no, you just
0: said it was New Orleans going to win this game. I picked Seattle. I just They were I at home. It. They yeah. were at home. <laughs> but
1: for how it turned out, it was a 50-50 <laughs> coin flip like who?
0: who cares. We'll get into it in the next segment here, so definitely Gino go check Smith, the next c- c- next episode. You know, I have some some thoughts one. about P
1: Carroll. Kudos to your 1 for 84 to D- DK Metcalf. Um it's official, you do not see anybody else on the field but Metcalf. I get it now. Um this to all Tyler Lockett on t- Tyler Lockett owners. Sale, sale, sale. No,
0: you can't sell them now.
1: I didn't say sell high. I just said sell. Just <laughs> get something while you can. No,
0: uh, this it, it, is bad over there. Look,
1: if Russell Wilson's not coming, they're moving on. This is not even if a Russell Wilson stage. will come back. I said if he doesn't come back this year, I'm he might, I'm just saying he might dial it in. Would Maybe, I, well, yeah, I guess. I'm basing it on that. I, I, it's, it's, I know, it's, I know it's it's just... a freaking mess over there. <laughs> and they just lost thirteen to ten. Congratulations to New Orleans on the road. You went over there. You, you know, took advantage of a beat up. Decimated the Seattle team. Congratulations, you know. I guess. Uh, but to I, I want to say congratulations to Jameis Winston. Welcome back to the league. Oh my God, because he didn't been sitting for two years. I'm like, the dude to like really dude? Really, like no one's right. gonna start this guy. So um, that's, that's my take. Congratulations to this New Orleans. They pulled it out 13-10. It was kind of a yawner, but somebody had to win. Yeah.